Psalm 36, 9. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Not every person is able to see the fountain of life in God, but only those people that have made a covenant of peace with Him. And the more we grow the tree of life within us, the better we understand the mystery of the great covenant that we have made with God in the baptism of water. Every time when the song is sung, it reminds us of the fact that we have made this important step in our life. We will present today the saints that will become members of the body that were baptized. I wanted to do this uh, before or a little bit earlier, but I wanted to do it during communion. This is a great privilege to see the light because God gives light only to people of the covenant. He he demonstrates his life and his covenant. Life is one of the greatest mysteries of God. According to Scripture, the, according to the revelations of Scripture, life is not the quality of material body or the flesh, uh, our physical flesh, but it is given by God as the Scriptures is life and life is God. And so the true spring of, God, uh, of life is God. And so the meaning of the word life when we're talking about God or a life in God is life is light, wealth, weight, glory, success, peace, quietness, satisfaction, and movement. And so life is always a movement toward a specific goal, which is God himself. And so this is a the demonstration of life and what is the spring of life. And where life is, is where God is, and that is where His Holy Spirit is and His Word is. And we will also see all of the components included there as well. All of the components of life are supernatural and transcendent. And therefore, they have nothing to do to the meanings that the physical world gives them. We're not talking about life that's in the physical world, but life of a greater form that gave the life that's here and that is beyond the, the life that's in this world, which is why what is called wealth and glory in the physical world, in the spiritual world, can be poverty and dishonor and the, and the opposite. I know your works, tribulations, and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan, Revelations 2.9. This is why the children of God need to evaluate their life in God, not by how much money they have or how, may, how, how they are able to move their money, but their relationship with God. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Jeremiah 2.13. And so when a person turns to blessings that lay below with which God has blessed man, 
he turns to them, man turns to them, and he thinks that that's how God is blessing him, and he now has a legitimate relationship with God because materialistically everything is well. God talks about these broken cisterns that are not able to hold water. Your understanding, in other words, your understanding, the decision you made to uh, judge your relationship with me based on how materialistically successful you are, that you are losing my life is what God is saying. And so such an understanding cannot withhold or contain the life of God. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who forsake you shall be ashamed. Those who depart from me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living water, Jeremiah 17, 13. And so what does it mean to depart from God? That's to trust in materialistic wealth, physical wealth. That's meditate about physical wealth and thinking that you obtain physical wealth, this will give you some sort of freedom. It doesn't give freedom. It actually shackles a person into into uh, chains of mammon because he begins to think of himself greater than he should, uh, higher than he should. He allows then for himself things that others cannot. And so if you can allow yourself something, but you are in humility before God, then this doesn't apply to you. David was the most, the wealthiest man on earth, but he talked about himself as one who is poor and lowly. He did not uh, trust in the wealth that he had. He trusted in the spiritual wealth he had, and he needed them. He had need of them, and he continued to see himself as poor because he didn't have enough. Everything, he, he wanted to know the Lord uh, deeper and more. Here's what it says about God's life and what it is in man. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. Proverbs 14:27. And so the fear of the Lord is God's wisdom that is within our heart. That is the elementary teaching of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit who reveals the mystery of this teaching. And so these two individuals, the Holy Spirit, Word of God, these two are the fear of the Lord. They identify God's uh, fear because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's not what people understand as fear when they suddenly become afraid of something. Suddenly uh, there's a, a loud noise behind you or a dog barks very loudly and you and you become afraid. That's what people perceive to be fear. Uh, fear of illness or untimely death or uh, poverty. And so that's what people perceive to be fear. In scripture, fear is a very different thing. This is a great form of wealth of the Lord that God gives to us in his life. And so for us to see in his light, uh, uh, in his life we see light because you have, you're the fountain of life. And as we said in the beginning, for you are, for with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. We can't see what God is doing if we, if our back is turned to him. When David says, you, with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. That means that my face is turned toward you. I'm not looking at what is happening happening around me or the circumstances of those around me, uh, gains or losses. It makes no difference. We will experience in our uh, earthly life uh, losses, maybe misfortunate things, but what, what will we look at at that time when we're, that's happening in our life? Uh, we need to look at, at the face of God and to look at God's face. You have to 
Uh, and you know what turns us back around so that we can face God is bringing our tithes to God. That's what gives a person the ability to see in uh, see light in his light. That is, if we bring our tithes correctly, we bring them into the house of God, we honor him, we acknowledge, we demonstrate our love uh, to him, we worship him. We can't worship God empty-handed. Don't appear before me empty-handed, God says. But bring what I have blessed you with, says the Lord. And when God said these words, he didn't mean tithes. He meant every time when you come into my house, bring me something that I blessed you with. Tithes is not a offering. Tithes is what is within our possession but doesn't belong to us. It is. It will keep uh, the, the remaining nine, 90% so that the devil not uh, destroy it. You, he says you will see this if you will bring with faith uh, and do it gladly, cheerfully, that you did something good and your heart has been become calm. You honored the Lord and you're happy about that. That means you continue to remain in the covenant of peace. You saw this uh, flow of cold water symbol of the death of the Lord Jesus Christ when I was being baptized, they had actually broken ice at, at one of the beaches uh, of a, and this was in the nighttime, and many of us did, uh, because we lived in a country that it was not acceptable uh, to, to make a covenant with God, and so we had to hide and do this in secret and quiet in the night time. Right now we will honor our God with our tithes and our offerings. And when we will honor God with our tithes and our offerings, God has promised to give us the ability to see in His light, light. And when we see this light, this is the healing power. It will heal our spirit first. And by using our spirit, he'll heal our soul. And then using our healed soul, he'll use he'll heal our body. This is a process. And so, be calm. Everything is ahead. According to scripture, these are not my words. Before we will leave this world, before we leave this world, we will get, uh, we will re- get all the wealth from it. Those who will put on incorruption, they will be so wise that all the millions, billions, all the money will be put into into within their. It'll be in within their power, and they will be able to regulate it. And the uh, those who fear God will be unusually prosperous. People won't be able to access them or do do anything evil against them, and anyone even thinking to do evil against them will be immediately killed. Knowing this, hell will be afraid. Hell's afraid now. Even now he's afraid. Understand the kind of fear of the fallen angel and his and his helpers have. They know that they are their destiny is the lake of fire. They're not someone you can bring on the stage and shout and 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 so uh, this is before their eyes constantly that that what their future is holding and they want to harm God as much as possible. They're trying to get into the church to do something bad as much as they can. And so be careful and don't give the devil place. 
uh, let us honor God with our tithes and offerings. Let's stand with, let's acknowledge his authority over ourselves and uh, demonstrate our love. Let us sing. I will gladly remind us that every time when Israel 
when they honored God with their tithes and their and their offerings in the tabernacle of Moses in the temple of Solomon, they were required as an instruction that Moses gave them, something he received from the Lord, to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation which they continued to do for thousands of years. We are that same Israel. We are connected to the same roots. We are nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hands over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in impurity. I do not give in sorrow. And I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority And now, in accordance to your words, I pray, right now, may your heavenly windows be opened, and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated.